Oh man, I can talk. The only rule is if you watch, you have to drink. Uh, that's the only rule. And uh, yeah, let's get going. Come on here. So we have the first comments going on. DeFi Chain Info says, I am here only. Oh man, I have to mute my phone. All right, let's do that. All right, so eight people watching. Cheers to all of you. So the only rule is I already drank. So if you watch, you have to drink as well. Um, of course, no uh, promotion for alcohol. Alcohol is not the greatest thing, but uh, that's what we are doing here uh, today. So uh, DeFi Chain Info is here only for the beer. Hey, cheers. I have wine, but I also have beer. Um, the German saying is... Um, Wein auf Bier, das lassein. Bier auf Wein, das gönner dir. Or something like that. I don't care. I drink wine and then I drink beer. I also had some very fine uh, Scottish uh, scotch. Uh, half a bottle. Uh, it needed to be fast. So uh, that's already in. And then Chuck is saying it's five o'clock somewhere. So... Thank you for being here. Thank you for 5,000 subs. Uh, it's really surreal. I never thought I would get there. So cheers to all of you. And uh, let's get this going. <laughs> Imo is also here. Hey, cheers, Imo. Really good uh, question. You've been the only one uh, with enough courage to use your own name in the Q&A. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Bier auf Wein, das lass sein. Wein auf Bier, rate ich dir. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, I do whatever I want because I'm a fucking rebel tonight. Or I'm a rebel all days. Anyways, so let's uh, get this party started. So if you are watching, um, feel free to ask any questions in the chat. Um. We might get back to the chat, but we also have a lot of questions on uh, Slido. So let's just get going and we will keep the sex experience, I think, for uh, later because we need to keep the retention up. This was the most upvoted question. Let's uh, reload this page and then let's just get started. And from time to time, I will have a look at the live chat and see what we are having. So here, JS is saying, I'm buying 1,000 DeFi changes because of this video. I'm dying. All right, let's do this. Buy 1,000 DFI. You, yeah, promised us. So you have to do it. So cheers. I have some wine. And let's get this party started. And Julian also is here. Enjoy, my boy. Love from Germany. Glad my question is the most upvoted one. Hey, thanks, Julian. Fantastic questions. I loved the spicy ones, so um, it's not over yet. So you can still add your questions to Slido. You can still upvote your questions on Slido. And you can ask your question on uh, any channel. But um, probably the live chat would be the best channel so far. And uh, Phoenix is cheering. Hey, cheers, my boy, my girl, whoever you are. Um, all right, so let's get this party started. Um, 
Yeah, I had a lot of questions uh, on Slido. I really love this tool. And I also have this question on Twitter because Marin asked me, um, I think I remember you saying once that you don't drink alcohol. How are you doing to get alcohol into your body then? So first of all, I had alcohol just um, drinking. Really easy, half a bottle of um, Scottish, Scottish scotch from my father. And now I'm drinking some bio white wine, whatever that is from Aldi. I'm a really Aldi fan. So yeah, uh, regarding the alcohol question, I didn't drink alcohol from 2009 until 2022, 13 years without any drop. Um, I was really religious about it. I started to do Buddhist meditation and um, all of the scriptures said no intoxicants. So I followed it. I, yeah, one night I poured all of the alcohol down the drain. And from that uh, moment on, I didn't drink anything. But uh, yeah, this changed with my wife, uh, Anya. Um, I really love my wife. She is <laughs> uh, writing me notes like this one or like this one. She's really a fan of me, I hope. But I have all of her notes here, so I feel really loved. But anyways, um, the deal was that I stop being so tied up about, so extreme about my alcohol use and about my sugar use because I um, stopped eating sugar for two years. I stopped refusing. Um, I refused all of the desserts uh, of the parents-in-law, etc. And then she told me, um, stop being so extreme. And um, I asked her to stop being so extreme herself. So we made a deal. And one year ago, I started drinking again. So that's why I'm drinking today. And uh, yeah, she is less extreme on her end. So that was the deal. And that's the reason why I started to drink again one year ago in our ski vacation. So yeah, again, today I'm drinking uh, scotch. I already finished it and I'm drinking white wine. And the only rule if you're watching is that you have to drink yourself. So get yourself some wine, some beer, some hard stuff, whatever it is. Um, it will be fun, hopefully. So let's get this party started. Let's reload a Slido. Again, we will keep the sex question to later because on YouTube, um, algorithm is important and the retention needs to be up. So <laughs> of course, that's what you're waiting for. So let's start with this spicy question. Um, how do you combine being a good ethical human being and being a Tesla fanboy. Oh, oh boy, this really will get me started. So my question to you is, how do you combine being a good ethical human being and not being a Tesla fanboy? Because Tesla is really, for me, yeah, probably the, the best things that are happening on Earth. Um, first of all, these are the safest cars that you can buy. So if you care about your family, if you care about your own life, um, the lowest probability of injury, the lowest probability of death is actually being in a Tesla. So um, yeah, and, and the other thing is um, Elon Musk basically um, 
sold his company Zip2, he could have lived on an island for the rest of his life, sipping margaritas, sipping um, cocktails. But he decided to invest everything into SpaceX and Tesla. And um, yeah, he basically saw that there was a window of opportunity for EVs to be successful. And he made the impossible possible. He made a great electric vehicle. Nobody thought this was possible. And he convinced basically now everyone to build electric cars as well. So he single-handedly transformed the car industry to electric vehicles. And in a lot of jurisdictions, um, in 2035 or so, um, gas cars will be completely forbidden. And they are years um, ahead in autonomous uh, driving. So if you care about your own life, if you care about ease of driving, just um, yeah, monitor a little bit, but basically use 10% of the energy you would have to use with any other car, uh, then Tesla is the way to go. Uh, so basically, um, being a good ethical human being for me is synonymous with being a Tesla fanboy because they are just doing the right thing. They have just announced their master plan part three with um, a plan to make the world sustainable. No other governments, no other company um, has uh, published such a plan. And um, I believe that other companies, other governments will join that plan. So my question to you is, when you are an ethical human being, how can you not be a Tesla fanboy? Uh, because it's for me, it, it's it's really clear. And I have prepared some um, some tabs here. So let's uh, let's uh, see here. So for example, in the past five years, uh, my Tesla position has grown by almost eight plus eight hundred percent. So it's not only the right thing to do, it's also the right thing to do for your own finances. So it has been my most successful um, investment I have ever done, plus 800% in the past five years. But not only that, I think they are doing the right things and I, I just don't understand this question. So maybe if you have any clarifications, um, let me know in the live chat um, and let's uh, continue with uh, the questions. So um, if I would be stranded on a remote island with only a man, really good question, would you consider having sex with him if you would be single? Um, and the short answer is, I think yes. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, of course, sex is important. And uh, I mean, men are great as well. So why not? I mean, yes, of course. I would uh, totally consider that. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, the worst sex experience keeps popping up, but let's save that for later. Let's uh, keep moving and refresh that. So let's have some wine in between. Again, remember the only rule of this live chat is if you are watching, take a beer, take some wine, take some hard stuff. And uh, let's get this party rolling. So I'm having a little bit more wine. So the next question is, do you like pineapple on your pizza? And um, I think um, 
Yeah, my wife already answered that for me. Um, she, she wrote that um, I would absolutely eat anything as long as it, as it has been on somebody else's plate um, before. So I have this image in my family that I am eating everything. I'm eating all of the, I'm finishing all of the plates of my children. I have four kids, two of my own and two stepkids. So I really hate uh, food waste, so I'm eating everything. And um, she says that if um, it has been on somebody else's plate, I would totally eat it. And the real answer is um, I really don't care. I, I think I like pineapple, but I think I like um, some other ingredients more. I like uh, onions. I like uh, capers. I like uh, olives. I like... Um, a pepperoni, I think that's uh, peppers, uh, not the not the meat stuff. I'm a vegetarian. I like peppers, and I just like uh, veg vegetarian stuff like uh, zucchini and and other things on my pizza. But I'm totally not against pineapple. But if some child would <laughs> order pineapple, I think I would finish it because yeah, as I said, I just have to. That's. Uh, that's my image in my in my family, and I think it's kind of true. So uh, yeah, what's my most annoying color? Hmm, good question. Let's take a sip of wine. I think anything boring. I think beige is really boring. I think brown is really boring. I think a lot of colors have really boring. Um, yeah, gradients to it, but I love the really vibrant colors. I love yellow. I love a nice green. I love a nice blue, but I don't like um, turquoise, for example. It's it's like this. It's 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 not blue. It's not green. I, I don't really love it. So I like the popping colors, but I don't like the boring, like the old people colors. So like the old people brown or old people beige it's really boring and it's not uh, yeah it's not for me so um next question if i had to relocate where would i least like to live pooh good question i think i need to think about that um i think if i had to relocate i would really love to live or spend more time in the US. I, I don't think I would to, I would like to move there, um, but I would like to spend some months of the year there. Um, I think um, I would probably not love to live in China or Russia because I just don't like the political environment there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just want to travel, travel more. And I love the concept of Tim Ferriss of the mini retirement. We just uh, live somewhere for a couple of months and you are really integrated into the life and then you can experience the life there. Um, but I haven't done that uh, too much. So I would love to explore the world more. And I am certain that there are a lot of places where I would love to live and a lot of places where I would love, uh, yeah, wouldn't want to live. But I think if the least places probably right now are Russia and China, I'm just not attracted to these countries. I'm sure 
some people are nice there, but I'm just not attracted there. And I'm afraid of the political environment there. So that's uh, the answer. So let's uh, maybe go to the to the live chat and see what uh, what we have here. Wow, a lot of comments. So Claude is saying cheers, Remo. Hey, cheers, Claude. Nice that you're watching. Fuck, I'm getting really drunk. <laughs> I might regret this later. My words are coming out really difficult right now. So Julian is saying, enjoy my boy, love from Germany. Okay, I already said, I already showed that. Um, Phoenix, I already showed that as well. So DeFi Chain Info is saying, my question is in the top five. I'm curious to hear your answer. Okay, let's see it. 12 people are watching currently. And then uh, Julian is saying, the honeymoon video really showed your love for each other. It was heartwarming. Yeah, I really love my wife. Um, I think it's it's the love of my life, of obviously. And uh, we did a video together, our video from our honeymoon in Greece. And uh, yeah, you can watch that. Um, I really loved that she she actually initiated that. Um, I didn't know if she wanted to be public or not, but I I, I love her for that. So. Um, HLW says, greetings from Malaysia. Hey, greetings to Malaysia as well. Cheers to you. Remember the rule, I am drunk, so you have to drink as well. Um, this is not an endorsement for alcohol. Of course, alcohol is a stupid drug, but um, if you are watching, you have to drink, so get yourself a beer or some wine or some hard stuff. So uh, Claude is saying <laughs> not drinking at all. Okay, that's the wrong answer, Claude. You have to drink. So go to your fridge and take something. I think the person was joking. I don't know what you are referring to, um, um, Julian. Uh, Claude is saying totally agree. It's expensive. Uh, currently, but even now, I didn't try everything I could to purchase a Model X. I'd be hypocritical to take a stand for Tesla. Yeah, so the, the thing is, I mean, I could buy a Tesla. I think I wouldn't even notice it in my finances, but I still have this feeling. I used to be really frugal. I, I still have this feeling that I can't afford a Tesla, and I really don't need a Tesla. I use Mobility, our local car sharing service. I'm totally happy with that. Like once a month, I, I rent a car there. So I don't need to have my Tesla be standing around in a parking lot for, for um, yeah, 29 out of 30 days. So that's why I'm not buying one. But uh, yeah, Tesla Model X would be a fantastic choice for me or a Model Y with seven places. Uh, because we are a family of six, four kids, so we would need to have a Model X or a Model Y with uh, seven places to fit everyone. So at least a Model X in my case. Big family. Yeah, Claude, same here. Big family. So Model X. But remember, you can buy a Model X used, so it doesn't have to be a new one. It doesn't have to be a plaid one. 
Um, you can still buy one, I think, for around 50, 60, 70K, whatever. Um, if you can afford it, why not? And especially if you really have to, um, if you if you can use it. Uh, because, um, yeah, an EV is still a car. It had to be produced. The batteries had to be produced. And if it would sit in a parking lot 29 out of 30 days, um, yeah, it's not a good deal. And that's why I'm not uh, getting one. But um, yeah, shout out to basically <laughs> Grizzlyfy. Um, you can win a Tesla Model 3, and I am so convinced that I will win one um, that I have linked it everywhere. So one day and eight hours to go. You can go to the description box and use my link. And with that, you will not only participate yourself, but also help me to win a Model 3 three myself i have 97 points so i'm so confident that i think i will win it and if i will win it of course i will make tesla videos about it so um yeah that's up the tesla then uh let's go to calamity jane um yeah that's my wife <laughs> her account increase your face picture size please okay um, if she says that Let's do that. <laughs> hey, guys and gals. Cheers to all of you. So 11 people watching, but I hope many more people will see that um, Yeah, after the live event. So <laughs> Phoenix is just laughing. I think you're drunk as well. If not, get uh, go to your fridge and get some beer get some wine i will get some refill whoa i'm really starting to get drunk here uh cheers to all of you alcohol really bad drug but it's legal so uh yeah who am i going to get so chs talamore is saying Moin, mobility is the best in Switzerland. Yes, mobility is the best. And fun fact, I have been trying to get on the board of mobility, but they refused me. I got to the like top 50 or something. Um, I wanted to push um, that they buy Teslas and that they um, transition their fleet to EVs as soon as possible. I think they want to do it until 2030. It's still seven years Um um, to that date, so I think they are moving really slow, but yeah, they didn't uh, want me there, so that's okay. So I will keep doing videos about Tesla and uh, the transition to uh, EVs. So, um... <laughs> Fabio, hey, cheers, Fabio. Let's drink to you. A really great interview with you uh, regarding Bitcoin. Oh man, I'm really getting drunk here. So um, Fabio is opening a beer now. That's what all of you should do if you're watching. The only rules of this channel are that if I am drinking, you should be drinking as well. And um, Claude is doing the same. So cheers, Claude, with wine. And I also have some beer here. I will open that later. And MHLW um, is saying EV still has a dark side today, which is its battery technology dependency on lithium. 
lithium mining is horrible, but be, uh, believe um, this will change when solid state batteries are commercialized. So I think this is not dependent on solid state batteries. I think that Tesla has, um, it's, it's just a question of mass production. So I think the current uh, lithium um, chemistry is all that we need especially uh, the iron phosphate batteries. So I think uh, Tesla will um, scale that and will um, use new technologies in their own um, factories that they will teach uh, their manufacturers, their suppliers to use. So I think we don't need solid state batteries, but of course you are right. I mean, um, EVs are not perfect, perfect. So with EVs, you don't have, of course, you don't burning fossil fuel. You're not um, uh, creating particle emissions from the brakes because you use regenerative braking. But of course, the car needs to be produced. Of course, the batteries need to be produced. So of course, there still is some environmental impact. But um, I think Tesla now has shown with their master plan part three that there are serious to scale their production to 20 million and they will also show with their 4680 battery cell chemistry uh, especially with iron phosphate that they will um yeah that that this is everything you need and i don't think you will need solid state batteries so phoenix is <laughs> saying cheers to fabio uh, CHS uh, Talamore is saying they have Tesla today. Uh, they have Tesla today, but not much. Okay, whatever that is. And DeFi Chain Info is having some beer. Hey, cheers, DeFi Chain Info. Claude is applauding. And Calamity Jane, um, my wife, is saying just catching up. Glad you stopped being so dogmatic about alcohol and added sugar. There's so much peace in balance. And on the other hand, I forgot what I promised not to be extreme about. <laughs> yeah, so my wife promised to not be extreme about her own extremes. I don't remember either, but um, I think it's working. I'm not so extreme about sugar and alcohol anymore. As you can see, cheers to all of you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm eating sugar, but the problem with sugar is that if I buy sugared stuff, I just eat it all the, the for very first day. So I don't buy any chocolate. I don't buy any like cookies and stuff because I would just eat half a kilogram of, of that stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think alcohol is, is okay, but I also see the, the dangers of it because... Um, yeah, the danger is that it's a legal drug and it's it's really addictive and uh, you really shouldn't use it if you are feeling down or something. But uh, yeah, cheers to all of you. <laughs> and DeFi Chain Info is just laughing. Okay, so let's continue with our program. We will keep the sex questions to later because again, we need to keep the YouTube algorithm happy. So let's continue with, if you were a chicken, how would you like to be prepared? And holy shit, I think the 
blended scotch whiskey that I had is really kicking in. I really have trouble speaking. Cheers to all of you. So I'm a vegetarian, so um, I don't eat meat um, at the moment. So if I were a chicken, but what I really like is I love barbecue. I love the smell of barbecue. I love to be on a fire. So I think if I were a chicken, I would love to be on a fire. I would love to um, have died really quickly because I don't love suffering. So probably just uh, break my neck <laughs> and um, yeah, cook me on a fire and uh, then hopefully you will like to eat me. So that's if I were a chicken, how I liked to be prepared. Okay, so that's that. So if I were an artist, what would I paint on my first day? Oh, wow. Big question here. Philosophical question. Um, man, I'm, I'm not an artist. I have no ideas. Uh, no idea how artists think. Um, I think if I were an artist, I would just paint my feelings. I would just, um, yeah, paint whatever is on my mind. So if I would feel um, in a sex mood, I would paint something sexy. If I would feel a little bit sad, I would uh, paint something sad. Um, so I, I think um, probably like Picasso, I was in uh, Malaga once in the birthplace of Picasso in, in his uh, museum. And I think he painted, I don't know, 50,000 pictures in his life. So I think he painted everything that um, yeah he was feeling. And I think I would paint um, what I would feel that day day. So if I would feel sad, maybe something dark. And if I would feel sexy, maybe something sexy. But yeah, it's it's hard to tell because I don't feel like an artist. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult for me. So next question, <laughs> what is the funniest, craziest thing you've ever done? Whoa, good question. Hey, cheers to you. Uh, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think this, this YouTube live here is, is one of the funniest things I've ever done because, um, yeah, my wife told me that my content is really boring. Um, yeah, let's have a look here at the poll. Let's, uh, re reload it. Uh, my wife said my content is <laughs> too boring and I need to spice it up. So I asked you, should I do a drunk Q&A for my 5K special? And 53% of you said yes, 59 votes. Yeah, so I think this is uh, one of the craziest things I've ever done. I think our honeymoon was really crazy. Um. We were to Greece and we did some, um, yeah, it, it, it was really nice. I, I loved our honeymoon. Um, I was in a relationship for 15 years. Um, 
not the greatest relationship. And then I uh, separated from my ex-partner. Then I found my uh, new wife, Anya. And uh, I think we did some crazy shit on our uh, honeymoon. But uh, other than that, um, I think, um, yeah, any time I have been really courageous or just thought about my own intuition, um, these have always been the best decisions of my life. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what comes to mind. But maybe you can you can clarify what you mean in the live chat. Holy shit, I'm getting really drunk here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this might get really embarrassing. So cheers to all of you. Remember the rule number one of this live chat is I am drunk, so you need to drink as well. So get yourself a glass of wine or a pint of beer or anything. So what would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Holy shit. Um, <clears throat> um, I really love um, fuck house houses series called um, <laughs> yeah, the zombie the zombie series um, Walking Dead. Oh, fuck. Uh, Walking Dead. I really love Walking Dead. I've started watching Walking Dead when I think I was in a bad place. I was uh, depressed. I didn't think, um, yeah, I didn't know what to do uh, with my life. Uh, but somehow it it's really philosophical for me. So it really showed me what's important in life. So uh, Walking Dead, it's about a world where there is a virus, and where people uh, turn to zombies, especially after they die, and then they start eating everything alive. And people um, basically, um, yeah, are trying to survive. So people that have not uh, got the virus, uh, they start to survive. And um, I think um, what they use are normal weapons, what they use are knives, what they use are swords uh, to just uh, kill the zombies. Um, you need to kill the zombies um, by stabbing them in their head and then they are dead because if you just kill a person and the brain is not dead, then they will turn and they will become a zombie. So I think a knife would be great, or like Michonne, um, a sword is fantastic. So I think I would choose a sword. Um, of course, a normal um, firearms is great, uh, but of course, then you need to have um, ammo. And ammo is the great problem in Walking Dead because you need to have your ammo ready. So I think a sword would be great to drop, to just chop the zombies <laughs> head off and uh, but yeah I, I think I'm on uh, season 10 or 11 right now so if you 
haven't watched that start with season one, I think, um, yeah, it's really one of the best um, shows that has been ever produced. I think the comic books go, um, yeah, to the future a lot and they have promised to do, to produce the show for uh, a lot of seasons to come. I think season 15 or something. So it's, it has been one of the most successful shows uh, out there. I think I'm on season 11 or something. Uh, really great show. And uh, yeah, just kill the zombies because uh, else they will eat you. So let's keep the sex question um, for later. So let's... Um, uh, refresh that. Holy shit, I'm drunk. So cheers to all of you. Remember rule number one, um, take a beer, take some wine, take some hard stuff. If I am drunk, you should, <laughs> you should be drunk as well. So, um, let's talk about DeFi chain. Been a while since you spoke about DeFi chain. What's your take on DFI as of today? Are you still confident in the project? What's your target price for DFI? So let's have a look here. Whoa. <laughs> Bitcoin just crossed $28,000, 36% gain in the past seven days. I mean, I always uh, spoke about that on my channel, even if I spoke about DFI a lot. Of course, Bitcoin is my number one position in the crypto space. Um, I think um, Tesla is my number one position overall. And Bitcoin is my number two position. So it's, um, yeah, basically 28,000. The first time, I think, since uh, June last year. But um, yeah, you asked about DeFi chain. So why don't I speak about DeFi chain more often? Um, I think I learned that I am... Um, yeah, basically, I gain a lot of subscribers uh, through DeFi Chain. So I focused on this content a lot in the past, um, I don't know, 18 months or so. But then I stopped um, about six months ago. Um, I still have my DeFi Chain position. But as I said in the beginning, it's only a small position of my overall net worth. It's only a small position of my overall crypto exposure. I think DeFi Train is has potential. I like the team. I like Julian. I like Yuzin. Um, I like DeFi. And I am still confident in the project as long as Bitcoin is doing well. So I think that if the Bitcoin is doing well, then all of the other coins will do well as well. Um, but um, if Bitcoin wouldn't do well, then I think, um, yeah, all hope would be lost. So um, I still have my DFI position. I'm still confident in the project, but just as a speculative part of my portfolio. 
And my target price, hey man, I don't know what the target price should be. I think Bitcoin will see an all-time high um, any time in the future. So next year, we will have the next Bitcoin halving about one year from now. So um, probably Bitcoin, um, yeah, I I'm pretty sure that Bitcoin will hit $100,000 per Bitcoin um, in, I don't know, 12 months, 18 months from now. And then, of course, DFI will move along with that. But without Bitcoin, I think DFI wouldn't perform as well. So uh, I think DFI could outperform Bitcoin. So that's why I'm still holding my position. I have um, switched all of my um, DUSD position to DFI. And now I'm just um, using staking and the yield vault and all of the products that are available to generate some yields. But I think um, if Bitcoin will do well, DFI might outperform it. But if I had to choose just one crypto asset to hold, of course, it would be Bitcoin. I mean, what else? What else would you hold? Uh, so I'm confident about DeFi chain, but only as long as Bitcoin is doing well. And I am prepared to lose all of it. So it's not like 50% of my assets. It's a really small amount of my assets. But hopefully it will outperform Bitcoin and then I will, um, yeah, switch it to Bitcoin and it um, will increase my Bitcoin position. And what's my target price for DFI? I think the all-time high was $5 or something like that. So I think it will, if Bitcoin will hit all-time highs, then DFI will hit all-time highs as well. So I think... Um, and if Bitcoin will um, double or triple from the all-time high, then a DeFi chain might, yeah, do more of that, um, yeah, regardingly. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm holding it um, with the understanding that Bitcoin is the number one asset in the crypto space and uh, DFI might outperform it and then... Um, I might switch it to the uh, to 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 Bitcoin um, one day, but um, yeah, I'm still hoping. I think my total investment right now, I started with forty six thousand dollars in DFI, and I added a little bit um, from some of uh, the other altcoin investments that I made. So probably my total investment is now roughly one hundred thousand dollars. And I really think that it could hit $1 million. So um, probably when it will hit uh, $500,000, I will take some profits to lock something in. And then hopefully it will go to $1 million one day. Holy shit, I am really drunk. <laughs> so cheers to all of you. Remember the rule of this live stream. If I am drinking, you should be drinking as well. Whoa.
So digital minimalism principles, tool workflows on the Mac and the iPhone. Yeah, so personally, I'm a minimalist. Um, I also think that a physical minimalism is easier than digital minimalism. So um, digital minimalism is, I think, the real challenge here. So what to do with all of your photos? What to do with all of your emails? What to do all with all of your files that you have? So I think um, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm using the principles of getting things done. So the book by David Allen has been a game changer for me. I've read it in, uh, in the year 2007, 2008. And then there is a way shorter book by um, Zentudan, by, uh, yeah, the, the, the Zen habits guy uh, that I really love. So I would um, read the Zen habits um, ebook first, and then I would maybe, if you want to go deeper, read the uh, Getting Things Done book first. And then, uh, yeah, basically the tools are that I am using a inbox and that I have a references and uh, an archive. So basically I am uh, sorting everything, um, whether it has a actionable item or whether it just has informational um, value to me. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's a big challenge to me, especially digital minimalism. Holy shit, I am drunk. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's difficult to uh to uh put my thoughts into order. So I think the key for me is to put some time aside to uh let's have a look. Um yeah, I'm still showing my screen here. Um yeah, to put away some time to just process my stuff because I'm really good at collecting stuff, but I'm not really good at processing and prioritizing stuff. So with digital minimalism, it's about processing your inbox. It's about processing your photos. It's about processing. So right now I'm using Apple Notes as my... Um, key note-taking tool, and I am just using two folders on my computer. I'm using a inbox um, folder, and I'm using a references folder, and then I am trying to um, process all of my inbox into my references, and my references folder is just a A to Z. Um, basically, I have finances, I have taxes, I have everything else that um, is is affecting my life. And that's um, how I keeping that stuff. But I, I uh, 
I deleted Evernote because Evernote um, has become really clunky, really slow. So I have switched to um, Apple Notes because I'm on I'm on on a on a Mac and an iPhone. So I'm using Apple Notes for my general notes, and I'm using a Microsoft To Do because I have been using um, the uh, To Do app by the whatever wonderful guys um, uh, that ha uh, they have sold to Microsoft to do. So I'm using Microsoft to do for all of my ideas for YouTube and stuff. And uh, yeah, I just try to keep my email inbox as clean as possible. I think right now I have, let's check it um, today. I cleaned it. I had uh, 70 emails in my inbox. Now I have now I have 13, so just uh, some yeah stuff to process, and the rest I do in my um, Apple Notes and uh, my Microsoft to do. This is my stack right now. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's talk about my worst sex experience. Holy shit, I am drunk. So cheers to all of you. Remember rule number one of this live stream. If you're watching, you have to drink as well. So get yourself some wine or some um, other stuff. So my worst sex experience. I think I had some bad <laughs> sex experiences. Um, probably my first sex experience was the worst one because I had a full bladder. I just had to pee. <laughs> and um, it it was, I mean, it was with a girl I met in Thailand. It was a Swiss girl. I then uh, met her in Switzerland again. We smoked some weed and we... Um, yeah, then had some sex, but my bladder was full and it's really bad sex if your bladder is full. So I didn't um, have the courage to say, hey, I need to pee first. I need to um, interrupt the experience. So I had a full bladder and that was one of my uh, worst sex experiences. So if you have any other questions, of course, let me know in the live chat. So let's have a look at the live chat. Holy shit, I'm drunk. So let's have a look. Uh, so Claude is saying, so let's close that one. <laughs> hey, cheers to all of you. Claude is saying, with the very high percentage of salvageable battery material there will come a point in time when mining will be significantly reduced even after we've achieved full sustainability yeah hopefully i mean that's the goal of tesla and first of all we need to have a minimum production level and then once we hit the minimum production level then um, after 10 or 15 years of primary use, we will um, recycle the material into 
energy storage or into new battery cells. So um, yeah, I totally agree, Claude. Um, hopefully um, we will get the general production going now with Tesla, with um, CATL, with all of the others, BYD, um, until we hit the threshold. And then once we have the recycled material, um, it will be more, holy shit. Whoa. Okay. I think my glass broke just now. So I will <laughs> be drinking from the bottle right now. Okay. Um, so we will achieve a full sustainability from that. Holy shit. Okay, my glass broke there. Man, I am drunk. So <laughs> Jane Info says whatever that is. L punct F punct says hey yo hey yo okay so um he says or she says getting my second beer now holy shit I really broke my glass there holy fuck that was my DMT glass so ha I had this glass with um the DMT um molecular formula on there and it seems to be broken right now so I'm having another glass right there and my pants are pretty wet so cheers to, <laughs> to all of you oh man that's not good but who cares okay so um, Fabio says $28,000 Bitcoin so let's have a look at Bitcoin Oh uh, man. Yeah, we already said it before. 28,000. Congratulations to everyone who holds Bitcoin. Um, Phoenix. Oh man, my pants are wet. Holy shit. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> oh man, my scotch. Um, product of Scotland has really started to kick in. Holy shit. All right. Time maybe to open the beer. So if you are not drinking yet, maybe you should. Um, that's the only rule of this stream. <laughs> I love foe. Whoever is foe, hey, cheers to foe. <laughs> oh, man. And oh girl, because I'm a official feminist. My wife is a feminist um, ambassador and I've read some books about feminism and I really love the feminist stuff. Holy smokes, 28k DeFi chain info. Yeah, that's true. Habe eine Bier protest Twitter gestartet. Als Kommentar bei dir, L.F. Yeah, hey, if you want to have some wine, some beer, let's get this party going. Holy shit, I'm drunk and my fucking glass is broken. My DMT glass, it was a special glass, a energy glass. Because if you die, 
you get some DMT in your brain. And if you drink ayahuasca, you also have some DMT in your brain. Beer, Prost, Challenge. Hey, Prost. Okay, let's let's open that beer. Holy fuck. Okay, let's open that beer. I hope I won't kill my computer with that. 56 minutes in. Yeah, we will go as long as this is happening. So love your work, Remo. Love you guys. Gotta go, but we'll be cracking open a few more beers a bit later to celebrate with you. Super congrats, bro. Hey, Claude. Hey, cheers to you, man. Claude, great Tesla channel. I love your work. You have a lot of kids, I think, more than I do. Five kids, I think. I have four. So, hey, cheers to you, brother. Let's get some beers going. And Fabio is saying, um, if first beer is finished, I might need to switch to wine. No more beer in-house. Of course, I have wine here. Holy shit. Fuck, my wine is empty. This is my last bit of wine. So, uh, yeah, let's get this party started. I'm really wet. I broke my glass, but who freaking cares about that? So let's continue about um yeah with with our QA. So are you a vegetarian or a vegan? What are your reasons? Holy shit, I'm drunk. Hey. No oh, man, cheers to all of you. <laughs> Dude, I started um i mean i watched some vegan documentaries and after i watched something i need to do that i mean i i started i, I watched some vegan docu documentary and then i decided holy shit i need to become a vegan but of course um it's more complicated than that so right now i'm a vegetarian i don't eat any meat i don't eat any sugar um i'm uh, what am I talking about? I don't eat any meat. I don't eat any gelatin. But of course, I'm eating sugar in desserts or any other stuff. And what are the reasons? First of all, I mean, I'm a Czech person. My parents are from the Czech Republic. Czech people eat a lot of meat. I never loved, I never liked meat. So I'm, I just don't like the taste. I don't like if it's chewy and you need to like swallow it. And I, I really don't like that. I like meat when it's on a barbecue. I love the smell of it. But um, yeah, anyways, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian right now. So I don't eat any fish. I don't eat any meat. And uh, yeah, that's basically the story of that. And what are the reasons? First of all, I didn't like it as a kid. Um, so they stuffed me <laughs> meat. I didn't like it. And um, of course, over the years, um, ethical questions uh, started to pop in my head. So why do we need to kill animals? Why do we need to... Um, why can't we just um, eat 
vegetables. Um, so the ethical um, arguments um, yeah, started later on, but just in the first 10, 15 years of my life, I just didn't like it. I didn't like the chew of it, especially cooked meats. I didn't like it. I, I think barbecue, I think I would be okay with, but the cooked stuff that is chewy, that's hard to swallow. I didn't like that. So right now I'm a vegetarian and um, yeah, I think wine is vegetarian. So cheers to all of you. And I also think that uh, beer is vegetarian, <laughs> very vegetarian. So cheers to all of you. But um, vegan is really difficult um, because, yeah, it makes life complicated. I think I would love to be more vegan, but I love um, whipped cream. I love um, nature yogurt with um, some um, oatmeal. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult for me, but um, I'm a pure vegetarian right now. Whoa, so <laughs> so what drugs have you tried before? Hey, cheers to you, brother, sister. Remember, the only um, rule of this live stream is if I drink, you should drink as well or take some other drugs. I don't care. Cheers to all of you. I'm out of wine, my... Um, fucking glass broke. Holy shit. It was a DMT glass. So I need to order another one. So what drugs have you tried before? So when I was 20 years old or 21, 22, I think I was really open to all of the drugs. I, I, I was never motivated enough to buy them off the streets, but if I had access to cocaine, I would have tried cocaine, but I never tried cocaine in my life and I never want to try cocaine in my life. I never tried heroin in my life. I never want to try it in my life, but of course I'm drinking alcohol right now. So cheers to all of you. I've drank some um, label five, whatever, um, Scottish whiskey, um, half a bottle of that and half a bottle of some, um, bio, some organic, uh, whatever white wine, but I spilled some on my floor. <laughs> so I'm now left with my beer, but yeah, I, I'm a huge, I, I think psychedelics have a huge potential for a therapeutic use. So if you suffer from, um, I don't know, depression or some other ailments, I think, um, oh, holy shit, I, I uh, uh, <laughs> didn't share my screen there. So what drugs have you tried before? So I tried alcohol, of course. I tried um, some pot before. Um, 
when I was young, 18, 19, I smoked some pot, but it wasn't for me. And then I uh, stopped uh, drugs for a lot of, a uh, lot of years. And then like five years ago, I started to do some mushrooms. I started to do some, uh, I don't know, some LSD microdosing. And that was really good. But um, this, these are not drugs for me. So I think um, they have a lot of therapeutic potential if you use them with um, some uh, yeah, therapist or um, in some group settings, I think they have some good potential. Um, you can go to Amsterdam, you can go to, I don't know, South America to do that. Um, but I haven't tried any hard drugs and I'm really grateful that I didn't do that before. Because, because if I was, um, yeah, when I was 20, 21, I think if I had the chance to try some cocaine. Holy shit. If I had the chance to try <laughs> to try some cocaine or something, I think I would have done it. I mean, but yeah, luckily I never did. So I never got um, like um, addicted to it. So next question. Do you buy more Bitcoin at the moment? Maybe we've missed the train. Yeah, good question. So let's refresh. Holy shit. We have 28,137 Bitcoin price, 37% more than seven days ago. Um, I think... I've started to buy Bitcoin five years ago, so I'm not as stressed about that anymore. But of course, if you um, have 0% Bitcoin exposure, then I think the risk of having no Bitcoin exposure is bigger than having some Bitcoin exposure. So... Um, do you buy more Bitcoin at the moment? I What I did do, full transparency, I did buy some Bitcoin at um, in early January. I um, rebalanced my portfolio. I don't do any trading. I don't do any um, short or whatever leveraged uh, trades. But what I did do is I bought more Bitcoin in early January, I think below 17,000. So, uh, of course, this worked out really well so far, but uh, maybe we've missed the train. Um, I really don't think you've missed the train because um, Bitcoin is really something um, that's going to be here for the next five or 10 years. So right now we have 28,000, uh, 36% increase in the past seven days. Uh, but of course, um, banks are failing. Credit Suisse is failing. First Republic is failing. Signature uh, Silicon Valley Bank is failing, whatever. I think I would be more nervous if I had more in cash right now. So I'm 
positioned well. I have um, a, a good amount in Bitcoin right now. Um, whoa. Where did my tab go? Okay. I have a good position in Bitcoin right now. 28,000. It's going well. So I think if you don't have any Bitcoin right now, I would strongly advise you to just get 1% or 5% or 10% of your net worth in Bitcoin um, because the train didn't leave the, the train yet. Um, yeah, it's it's still day one for crypto and Bitcoin. I believe will be one hundred thousand dollars one day, maybe five hundred thousand, maybe one million. Who knows? But certainly more than we have right now. So if you don't have any Bitcoin right now, I think it would be a good time to put one percent or five percent of your portfolio in there. Cheers to all of you. Holy shit, I'm drunk. I might regret that one day. Woo! Okay, so uh, let's have a look at the live chat. Whoa, how do I do that? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> cheers to all of you. 11 people watching. Holy shit. So Phoenix is saying, cheers. My wife is just laughing. Hey, wifey, I love you so much. Oh, fuck. You write me so many notes like this one. I just keep all of them. My wife it is the best. So L punct, F punct is smiling. And L punct, F punct is saying, I'm pescatarian since 20 years strictly no meat but sometimes good fish i mean i don't know i think we're overfishing the oceans right now but who am i to tell i'm really drunk right now so cheers to all of you this is like 65 cents beer from aldi I really love that. And my fucking DMT class is broken. <laughs> Best live stream ever. Okay. Anyways. So let's continue with the live stream. How to be a mustachian in Switzerland. For a novice, what's EFT, ETF, S&P 500, Vanguard, Live Dubai? Is interactive brokers really reliable and easy to set up? So first of all, <laughs> cheers to all of you. Holy shit, I'm drunk. I hope my wife isn't watching, but maybe if she is, <laughs> I love you, wifey. So how to be a mustachian? So um, um, 40... Amazon, retire. I have to retire between 40 
I think I was on on uh, such a book, some um, I don't know cover or something. Um, by uh, yeah, whatever his name was. So um, yeah, anyways, um, Mustachian is like um, retire early and um, yeah, retire young, retire early. So how is that like for Switzerland? What ETF should you buy? Hey, dude, I have no idea. I think Warren Buffett is saying um, S&P 500 is good. Interactive brokers, that's what I am personally using. Um, of course, we now have a banking crisis, so everything can go to shit. So probably it's better to have like 30% in interactive, 30% somewhere else, and 30% in a third place. But personally, I have almost 100% in interactive brokers. I think it's reliable. I think it's easy to set up. And I just, I, I'm not trading that much. So personally, I'm using a 100 bagger strategy. So my biggest position is um, Tesla. My second biggest position, I think, is Bitcoin. And then I have, yeah, some other positions. But if you would like to retire early in Switzerland, I think um, S&P 500 isn't that bad. I think interactive brokers isn't that bad. Probably would you would love to do um, a second um, uh, brokerage account with Swissquote or with Saxo Bank or with um, any other bank as well, because you don't want to be dependent of a single bank. I think we now have a, the biggest banking crisis we have seen since 2008-2009. So um, probably better to um, yeah have two or three banks that you hold your assets with. But um, yeah, I have been retired for um, 2017 right now. Um, and yeah, it's it's going okay. Interactive Brokers is fine, and um, Swiss Quote is fine, Saxo Bank is fine, but probably just, um, yeah, keep your assets separate from just one. Don't don't have all your assets in one um, in one place. It's a really bad. I think it's a bad decision, and um, yeah, let's see how Interactive Brokers will. Um, will be in this um in this environment so cheers to all of you so next question holy shit did i answer the sex question yet holy shit i don't know did i did i not whoa i don't know so let's go to the sex question so what was my worst sex experience so far i have no idea where that question is holy shit i'm drunk so i think my worst <laughs> sex my best sex experience i think was in my honeymoon with my new wife anya holy shit a really great time but my worst experience i think was my first time i 
had a full bladder and I really had to pee and I wasn't courageous enough to say, hey, stop, I need to pee. And then I had sex with a full bladder and it wasn't the best experience. So no idea whether I um, answered that before or not. So let's uh, just continue. So personal experience, a personal investment for dummies. Can we trust robot advisors, Swiss bankers? Holy shit, Swiss bankers. I mean, we have UBS, we have Credit Suisse. I think Credit Suisse is completely fucked right now. So um, yeah, maybe it will be bought by UBS. Who fucking cares? Robot advisors. Um, if you don't have any time to spend with your investments, if you don't want to spend any energy, I think robot advisors are okay. Maybe you could just buy an S&P uh, 500. You could just buy a MSCI World Index ETF or something like that, and I think you will be fine. Personally, I don't have anything in the robot advisors. I don't have anything in Swiss banks. So, um, I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, personally, I would love to see Credit Suisse go bust and to like Bitcoin and crypto take over. But um, it's not that easy. We have tens of thousands of employees. We have, uh, yeah, whatever systemic risk. So it would need to be wound down over a longer period of time. But I think if you don't know about anything, if you just want to focus on your own career, then um, of course, your robot advisors are not the worst decision you could make. You could um, just invest in the world economy. You can invest in the S&P 500. And I think it would be okay. But if you want to outperform the market, I think you would need to invest more time into your investments. But Swiss banks, I mean, I'm a Swiss person. I live in Basel. I'm not, I'm, I'm not proud of the Swiss bank um, like industry. It's okay for Credit Suisse to go bust. It's okay for UBS to go bust. I think, I hope it would be, um, yeah, we would see new startups take that space. We would see a Bitcoin-backed economy take that space. But um, yeah, I think um, it's okay to trust uh, robot advisors as long as you are in full control and um yeah, don't overexpose yourself to one sector or another. So that would be one my take. Holy shit. Oh, what was that? <laughs> I think I just uh, lost one question. Ah, analytics. I have no idea how I get back to that question. Holy shit. Okay, let's go to present mode back. So what's the biggest shitcoin you ever bought? Hey, um, I've always 
try to be as safe as possible. So my biggest position is Bitcoin. I also have some Google, some um, Facebook, some um, whatever other um, investments. But the biggest shitcoin, I think, I don't know. I've bought some Dogecoin. I've bought some um, DFI. I mean, everything other than Bitcoin for me is a shitcoin. I've bought some Ethereum, but I've always switched it back to Bitcoin. So for me, I think um, crypto will only be successful if Bitcoin will be successful. And I'm still holding DFI because I think maybe it will outperform Bitcoin during the next one, three, five years, whoever knows. And once it will hit 500,000, 1 million, then I will, of course, take some profits and uh, switch to Bitcoin or some other, yeah, just some, uh, uh, yeah, USD or whatever. So, uh, yeah, still interested in <laughs> Grizzlyfy. Holy shit. Hey, cheers to all of you. Remember the only rule of this live stream. Whoa, have we been on for 90 minutes already? Hey, cheers to all of you. I have no idea what time it is. My glass broke. My DMT glass broke. So I need to get some new DMT glass. Still interested in Grizzlyfy. Let's see. Holy shit. Um, oh, yeah. My screen is still um, being shared. Hey, I don't know. I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's a altcoin. It's super speculative. I still have some coins in the freezer. I will probably get them out of the freezer in the next few days. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan of their new cards and stuff. I mean, if crypto will be successful, Bitcoin will be successful and everything else is a bonus. So I wouldn't put, um, yeah, a big amount in uh, Grizzlyfy, DFI or any other coin, to be honest. So if you want to be safe, invest in Tesla, invest in whatever, Google, um, uh, Facebook, uh, Bitcoin. And if you invest in Grizzlyfy, of course, it's highly speculative. And I think so far I'm probably break even. I have no idea, but uh, it's not a high conviction bet for me right now. So do you think Bitcoin will become the world's reserve currency? If so, when? So let's have a look on my profile. Holy shit, I'm drunk. Woohoo! How do I do that? <laughs> How do I do that? Woohoo! I have no idea how do I get to my tweets. Communities. Whoa. Okay. So how do I get to my tweets? Okay. So let's go to here. And I have just made here a chart of Bitcoin to number one progress. 
So we are at 4% market cap of gold. 25x upside. We are at 0.6 market cap of global equities. 158% upside. Uh, 158x upside. And 880x regarding global net worth. So I think Bitcoin will hit uh, the gold market cap 25, uh, 25 upside easy, just a matter of when, maybe in, I don't know, two, three, five years, who cares? But then maybe global equities, maybe global net worth, we have a lot of potential going on. So um do I think Bitcoin will uh, will become the world's reserve currency? Hey man, I have no a girl. I have no idea. Cheers to all of you. I think it's possible. I think um, the chances are good that Bitcoin will reach the gold market cap, which means twenty five x upside would be fantastic. And Maybe Balaji just did a bet that Bitcoin <laughs> will reach 1 million in 90 days. I mean, who am I to know? I have no idea. But yeah, maybe I think the world's um, central banks will fight back. I think uh, Jerome Powell will fight back. I think it will not be an easy fight. But yeah, maybe in 100 years, who knows, Bitcoin might become the number one world's reserve currency. So I think if you don't hold any Bitcoin, the risk is bigger than if you would hold any Bitcoin. So maybe just put 1%, maybe just put 5% of your assets in Bitcoin. I mean, you have to do your own research. Cheers to all of you. And of course, if Bitcoin does well, then other um, currencies might do as well as well. DeFi on Bitcoin or DeFi on Ethereum, EVM. I mean, that's an important question. I think Ethereum is fantastic because it moves really fast. It's innovating really fast, a lot of um, thousands of coins, thousands of projects. And Bitcoin is really slow. So I would hope to see the innovation that we see on Bitcoin, on Ethereum, EVM happening on Bitcoin. Who knows, maybe this will happen someday with Tarot, with um, yeah, Blockstack, with whatever other um, technology we have. But um, right now, we see a lot of innovation on Ethereum. Ethereum might be um, taxed as a security by the um, whatever tax authorities. But personally, if I had to choose what to build the world economy on, I would choose Bitcoin. So hopefully, we would see DeFi on Bitcoin. And um, hopefully we would see DeFi and Ethereum move to Bitcoin one day. Because if I had to choose between Bitcoin and Ethereum, I would choose Bitcoin any day, easy. So do you run your own Bitcoin node? 
If yes, do you have your own lightning channels? If no, do you run other nodes? Holy shit, good question. Cheers. No, I'm not running my own Bitcoin nodes. I would love to. I'm not only, I'm also not running my own lightning channels. I would love to, but I don't, I don't run any Bitcoin nodes, any nodes, any channels, not for a DeFi chain, not for any other chain. Um, I think Bitcoin needs to become, um, yeah, more decentralized, more easy to use. And Bitcoin lightning needs to become like the standard for payments, for uh yeah to to uh yeah to to but i don't yet i think it's too uh, too too complicated right now and i don't yet so um i applaud everyone who does but i don't yet and i would love to see more people do that so let's get back to my q a but i love lightning i love bitcoin so um yeah maybe i will in the future but i don't now do you also speak english in everyday life whoa good question <laughs> night Ich rede wirklich kein Englisch im normalen Leben. I speak Swiss German in normal everyday life. Um, I chose to do it in English, my uh, YouTube channel, because I have a lot of friends outside of Switzerland, outside of, uh, outside of Germany, and I want to um, use English as my standard language, but I, I speak Swiss German in my everyday life. So one other question with whom except Elon would you like to do an interview on your channel? And what would be your questions if you only have to ask? Whoa, well, of course, Emo, thank you so much. You are, I think, the only one who chose to ask your questions with your own name. So if you want to ask more questions feel free to do it on slido do it now um i can still um refresh um this page but um right now let's um answer the question of emo so um of course elon musk would be a fantastic um, interview partner but i don't think he will do an interview with such a small channel like me so Currently, I'm doing interviews with a lot of people in the Tesla community, in the Bitcoin community, and generally in the yeah future of humanity community. So I love chat GPT, I love Bitcoin, I love Tesla, I love minimalism, and um, yeah, whoever whoever will talk to me, I will do an interview right now. But of course, if one day Elon would do it, I will get drunk for him as well. So cheers to all of you. And remember rule number one, if you are watching, you need to get some beer, some wine, some hard stuff yourself because I'm having trouble uh, speaking. Emo asks, Banks, 
Silicon Valley Bank or Credit Suisse. What is happening here? Basel 3. Um, and how will this go on? Hey man, Emo, I have no idea. I'm not deep into um, banking, but what I know is that banking needs to be disrupted. And I think it will get disrupted one day. And I'm really um, confident that crypto or Bitcoin will play a huge role in this process. So right now, Credit Suisse is really fucked. They are trying to get bought by UBS. I think their market cap is, I don't know, 7 billion. UBS tries to buy them for 1 billion. I mean, who cares? I mean, I think Credit Suisse, if the service is bad, they should go out of business. And I hope that the new startups, new companies will um, take their place. But of course, we need to avoid a um, huge systemic problem. So maybe wind them um, down over a longer period of time. Just take their time and wind them down. Let them go out of business. And hopefully some new startups based on Bitcoin, based on crypto, will take their space. So are you still invested with Cake DeFi? If so, what are your thoughts about new elite service? Hey, cheers to all of you. Remember rule number one, if I am drinking, you should be drinking as well. And my DMT glass has been broken with my wine. My wine is empty. So I have beer left. Who cares? Cheers to all of you. So I think Cake DeFi is a good service. I think it's a centralized service like all other centralized services as well. So you shouldn't have like a significant portion of your net worth with them. And um, yeah, their elite service, I think it has been a little bit disappointing because if you pay $1,000 per year, then you get a maximum of $1,200 per year. So just the 20% um, upside, it's not worth for me. So I haven't done it yet. But I think it has been a good service. They are a good um, service provider for the DeFi chain ecosystem. So um, yeah, I think they are worthwhile. But um, I'm still invested with Cake DeFi. I use their um, staking service, but I also use DFX. I use uh, the Yield Vault, the Yield Machine. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not using Elite service right now. So let me know in the comments, live chat, if you have some comments. Let me see if, um, holy shit. So uh, let's see what we have here. It's super easy with Umbral, for example. Have a look, whatever is Umbral. I have no idea what Umbral is. Please explain in the comments or let me know on Twitter. Um, Emo says, <laughs> no reason to ask my question with someone else's name. 
Hey, Emma, you have been the only one who asked your questions with your own name. So I applaud you for that. Cheers to, to you. Holy shit, I'm drunk. So let's see. Emo says, haha, thank you. Banks will be disrupted. Fintechs and Twitter, haha. Yeah, I also think that Fintechs, um, I think the banks are done. Banks are toast. I mean, if we have a base on the moon, a colony on Mars, will we really have like UBS and Credit Suisse on there? Of course not. So we need some other services to take their place. Um, yes, it is broken again, Phoenix. Um, and Calamity J. <laughs> My wife says, cheers to that. Cheers. Oh, fuck. I'm drunk. Okay. So let's go back to the questions. Do you regret your DUSD investment? Is the current development in line with your original investment case? Holy shit, I still have some shattered glass on my floor. My DMT glass has been broken. I still have a little bit of white wine here. So cheers to all of you. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So DUSD investment, oh man, where do I start? Yes and no, I regret it. And also I don't regret it because at the time that I made it, it was a completely rational choice. Um, I didn't regret it. Um, I made the investment um, knowing that it could go wrong and in a way, it did go wrong, so I completely moved it, as I said in my latest interview, I think with Locke, um, that I moved my DUSD, holy shit, uh, where's my window? I moved my... <laughs> Whoa. I moved my DUSD investment to DFI. I think I move, I lost a little bit of money, maybe, I don't know, 10, 20%, whatever. I moved it to DFI and now I'm in the yield machine. I'm in staking. And um, if Bitcoin will do well, uh, my DFI will do well. But yeah, I think retrospectively, I, yeah. I uh, regret my DUSD investment. I would, I would say so. So let's say whether. Whoa! How can I get that back? <laughs> okay, you don't sell your Tesla, but buy the Tesla. Whoa! What's that for a question? Okay. So I started to buy Tesla in 2017. That's almost six years ago. So I read Elon Musk's um, biography by Ashley Vance in 2015. I started to follow SpaceX. I um, rented a Tesla for a weekend in 2017. And then I started to buy Tesla aggressively because I started to see Whoa, that's the absolute future. Um, no, I don't. I don't buy any D Tesla. I mean, 
Um, the DeFi chain ecosystem is too complicated for me. It's too risky for me. I just hold Tesla. It's my largest uh, stock position. Holy shit. Oh, hey, cheers to all of you. It's my largest um, stock position right now. And I'm totally happy with that. And I don't want to buy the Tesla uh, because it would just add additional risk to the equation. I still think DeFi chain could be successful. I still think if Bitcoin will do well, um, DeFi chain will do well. But um, yeah, I in Switzerland, I, I'm totally happy to just holding Tesla and not the Tesla. So do you think most of your followers are DeFi chain fanboys and want to hear positive reporting about DeFi? Why don't you cater to that audience? Good question. So cheers to my DFI and DeFi chain fanboys and audience. Holy shit, I'm drunk. The only rule is if you are watching right now, you have to get a beer or wine or some hard stuff yourself because else it's just no fair. I mean, I saw that um, when I started to do DFI videos that my DFI videos were doing really well. So I started to do more of them. But um, in reality, um, most of my um, portfolio was still in Tesla and Bitcoin. So, um, of course, I did more videos about DeFi chain than my portfolio really um, yeah, warranted to do that. And um, right now, I really don't care um, what my audience is. I just do the content that's important to me. Tesla, Bitcoin, a little bit of DeFi chain. And um, yeah, why don't I cater to that audience is because I want to stay true to myself. So that's uh, the reason. And which Grizzify credit card did you get or only shilling the win a Tesla scam? I don't think it's a Tesla scam. I think they are really... Um, giving away a Tesla Model 3. They have enough um, cash on their balance sheet to do that. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't intend to get a credit card from Grizzlyfy. Um, it was a really small position for me. I think I did some profit on that. I did some uh, DeFi franc um, liquidity mining and stuff, but it was always just a small uh, position for me so uh yeah i hope i really hope i will get the tesla model 3 i think i <laughs> i hope i will win that so that's why i'm shilling that so what do you think the reason the crypto communities are so male dominated whoa good question good question so let's reload so you're the only one here left. Man, girl, I don't know. Um, I think feminism is really important. I have read some books about feminism. I really think that 
there is a lot of work to be done and I really don't know why crypto is so male dominated. Maybe, um, yeah, no idea. Um, but I think it's important to get more women, more male, um, more female, uh, yeah, in the community and, uh, to get uh, more, to get the better voice of that. So that's uh, that's my short opinion of that. Holy shit, I'm drunk. So let's. Uh, woohoo. So let. So let's get into the chat. So cheers to all of you who are still watching one hour and 44 minutes. Whoa. I think I lost the whole live stream. Let's get to Let's see whether I can get to the live stream. Oh man, I might regret this drunk Q&A. <laughs> oh man, 11 people still watching. Hey, thank you guys. Cheers to all of you. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> so my wife is holy shit where is my q a whoa <laughs> restream that app the restream holy shit i have no idea what i'm doing here <laughs> Enter the studio. Okay, let's do that. Okay, enter. Chat. I've lost the chat, I think. So let's see what we have here. So my wife is saying at this point, I would like to talk about my sponsor, DMT Glass. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit, my DMT glass is broken. It's shattered on the floor. Cheers to all of you. So rule number one about this live stream is that you have to drink as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, DFI train is saying we're here. Holy shit. Fuck, I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> here's two of you. Okay, so I would like to say, hey, cheers to my wife. I mean, holy shit, my... She's writing me notes like this. So, a love note and a old Treya note. Woohoo! I really love her for that. And you're great. 
<lacht> du machst das toll. Thank you, Wifey. Thank you, Anja. I really love you. Um, so, thank you for all of that. I'm really drunk. Um, I think I will play some Fortnite with my best friend right now. So, cheers to all of you. If you don't have any more questions, let's... Um, holy shit. Let's uh, reload my screen. Okay, I don't think we have any more questions, <laughs> questions right now. Um, if I change info, says we're still here. So, thank you for all of your support. 5,000 subscribers. Holy shit. Woohoo! Fuck, I'm drunk. Okay. Thank you, all of you. Let's see you in the next interview. Let's see you in the next live stream. <laughs> and, uh, if I change it, besides, thanks for the standing screen. Fortnite's a good idea. Holy shit, yes. I will play some Fortnite now. Fuck, I'm drunk. I haven't been drunk like that in a long time. You deserve the 5k and Phoenix is saying thanks, Dreamongo. <laughs> okay, thank you guys. See you next time.